Hello and welcome to another edition of Player Interviews presented by Inside the Hashes. My name is Juan Pablo Gordon Camargo and today we are speaking to Notre Dame High School senior cornerback Elias Larry. And in speaking with Elias, we spoke about how his football IQ makes him a more dangerous corner than most, what the football recruiting track has been for him so far, and just so much more. And with all that said, let's jump into it. First thing I want you to do is um, break down your game for me. Like I want you to kind of self evaluate yourself if you were scouting yourself how would you describe your traits your skill sets what's good what's bad go for it so me personally i would say like i'm one of like the like a taller corner i'm more like lankier than like most like shorter corners and everything and i say like when i approach the game i mainly try to use like my film study and like my intelligence like more than anything to like you know like some people will be like trying to use like their athleticism and everything but I think where I, like, do some stuff different is, like, I use, like, my intelligence and, like, just uh, IQ and all that to, like, help me and give me an advantage over my opponent. You're citing your intelligence and your IQ a lot. Break down your yeah, film. Like football, you... football IQ, you know, film study, what you've seen on the film, what you've been watching all the week on your opponent. Just use that to your advantage. When you're watching film, what do you look for in your opponent? Like, what's anything just specific? Like, just, like, tendencies, like, you know, so pick up on something the receiver does or the quarterback does before a play or, like, when they're going to pass the ball. Or like um, when they run a certain play, um, like on a certain down, or like how long, like if they run a play on like second and ten, or second and long, or like third and one, all that, like just stuff like that. Okay. okay. Then, then I'll ask you this. Then, so you had a, a two pick game against Sarah uh, last year. Uh, can you kind of break down, like, for the for for the first interception you had, which was I think on a on an outside post? Uh, what did right. you read? What did you read to get that pick? I would just say they was down late. It was, uh, I think it was like second or third in mall. Mm-hmm. And they had like their best receiver on on my side. Mm-hmm. And I, he ran like a double move or something. And I was just looking at the quarterback and I saw the ball and I just I broke on and made a play. Nice. All right. And, and your second one where like it was a bobbled pass by the linebacker? Yeah. <laughs> I was a little lucky. I was in the right place at the right time. You know, so you get those sometimes. And you know, as as a corner, like you, uh, you have to be versatile in where you play, whether it's outside on the boundary or inside on the slot. Um, where do you find yourself most comfortable playing at at corner? So you know, it doesn't really matter to me, but I, I would say I prefer the outside. I'm more comfortable out there because I've played it like my whole life. So, but I don't have no problem playing the slot or anything like that. The layman football fan would think that like playing playing slot and playing the, the the boundary doesn't make a difference, but it really does make a difference. Can you like really like kind of just explain why uh, one is different from the other? First of all, you most likely you playing two different types of receivers. Like if you playing a receiver in a slot, he's a different skill set than like a receiver who plays on the outside. And a receiver in a slot has more route combos that he can run, and like this is a different technique than which when you play on the outside because. Most of the time when they play in a slot, they're already off the ball, and you have to give them more cushion and all that. And this is a, it's a different game when you play in the slot, so that's that's probably the, the main difference. Playing down the middle, especially, you have to make sure that you and either the linebacker, the underneath linebacker, or the top safety are on the same page, just to make sure neither one right. of you breaks. Yeah. Um, now, um, what would you like? You say you you quoted your your film study and your intelligence as one of your bigger strengths. What would you say is an area of your game that you feel you need to improve on? I feel like just being more physical, like, like whether it be, like, man-to-man press coverage, being more physical, because I can use, like, my size to my advantage to be more physical with receivers instead of just giving them so much, like, uh, comfort and, like, you know, I just make them feel like they put hands on them 
hands on every play to like make him feel uncomfortable. Is there anyone in in particular that you try to model your game after with regards to physicality? Um, I like um, Jair Alexander and Jalen Ramsey. Is probably my two favorite points. So like those two, I really watch. I like, already highlights what they do. So those two, yeah, I, I'm going to ask that question. A lot of DBs tell me Jalen Ramsey. And, like, you know, I watched Jalen Ramsey. I know he only had the one pick last year, but the physicality truly is there. But, you know, with Jalen Ramsey, you also get trash talking and someone who really mm-hmm. knows how to, like, you know, talk a receiver's ear off. And um, for DBs, like, the rep that DBs usually carry is that they're, they're trash talkers all the time. Do you feel like that's an important part of the game, or is that just, like, a stereotype? I mean, not everyone has to do it. Like, some people, they, like, that throws their game off because, like, they'll get too into it and, like, they'll lose themselves. But for me, honestly, like, um, I feel like that's just shows, like, you're competitive. It's like, like, if you're competing, like, that tends to happen at times. Like, that happens with me a lot. Whatever, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to start talking to someone because, like, you know, you just get into it. And, like, that, that competition just, like, overwhelms. And, like, you're just competing at the highest level. So that just tends to happen. I feel like that's, that's why corners always, that's why they're known for trash talking because what? What they do, like, they always compete in every single play with the other person. So, like, that's what I feel. Is there, um, is there any particular instance you can cite of when you and a, and, a, and a wide receiver really got into it? I don't think last year I had any moments like that, but I don't know. Maybe, like, uh, in practice or something, like, with a teammate or, you know. If it happens, then it happens. But I don't think last year I really had any moments like that. So with twenty twenty like being just a crazy year that it's been, talk to me a little bit about how your you and your school have had to adjust with regards to the training, the scheduling, and trying to get a, trying to get a football season started if it started at all. In like late summer, around like I don't know if it was, it was like August or like late July, um, they started trying to uh, practice because we didn't know if we were gonna have a season starting regular time or in the spring, so they were just trying to get us ready. So we couldn't do a full practice, so. We just had uh, groups of 10 based on position group. So we did that for like two months or like two and a half months. Like we will uh, Monday through Thursday and have like hour long practices, hour 15 long practices with like full working conditioning with our position coaches. So we did, we did that for a while and then they moved the season back to um, the spring. So they gave us a little time off and then we started doing it again. But like it was Tuesday through um, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then just last week, we, did, we had our first um, team practices like with the whole team and all that. So, like, that's that's how they've been approaching it uh, so far. And do you feel like, you know, once a season starts, like, what is it that you are looking forward to, like, showing scouts on tape as a senior? Or, like, what what is it that you have focused to do in 2020? Man, just, just to get the best from out there like, to get me to, uh, looked at by the schools that I want to get looked at and all that. So, like, you know, give me an opportunity. And speaking of like you know schools getting looked at, you've already gotten quite a bit of attention from some right. from some qu- top quality schools, in my opinion. Or like you, especially from the military big three, you got Army, Navy, mm-hmm. and Air Force like staring you down. Um, and you know going to one of those schools uh, after you after you're done playing, that you'd have to serve like two years in yeah, in, in the armed years. forces. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you served a couple of years. Um, do you, uh, like, should you go to either of these schools? How would you feel about you know serving in the armed forces? Um, I don't really have a problem with serving because um, I've talked to all the coaches. You know, they, that's like one thing they address like before, like they really start talking. You know, all that like they want to let you know that like this is a commitment and all that. I would I don't really have a problem with with the service. You know, it, it's good. Um, 
like it's a good job an opportunity you make like good a good living off of that and everything it's just a, it's just a commitment at the end of the day like something that you have to sacrifice when you watch the army navy game secretly who do you go for <laughs> Man, well see last year i didn't really have any like um i had never really talked to him like that but this year i'll definitely watch it and you know i, I you know i got both sides so you know i can't really take a side on that I've never really watched it like that before. I've seen it on TV, but like this year, it'd be the difference. Uh, you know, don't take a side until you commit. Smart move, man. Smart move. <laughs> <laughs> You've also gotten like some attention from the Ivy Leagues, U Penn and Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, and you you're graduating with a four point seven eight GPA. You're one hell of a smart kid. With regards to like you know some pursuing stuff that's something outside of football, is there anything that you want to study in particular that either of these schools can offer you? Going into it, I've been thinking about um, majoring in either business or, like, engineering. Mm-hmm. My, my family owns a business, so I feel like I can have a place. Um, I feel like I could start my own business or, like, you know, do something in that um, area. And I've always been interested in, like, math and stuff like that. So the engineering was, like, something that I'd be interested in. You said your family owns a business. What's that business? Uh, it's called LNS Construction. It's, like, underground construction. My dad and my mom run it. Did they start it themselves or like was yeah, it? Yeah, they've been yeah, they self still started it. Uh, they've been doing it for like sixteen years now. And you say you want to start your own business too. Is it also in construction or do you want to pursue another avenue? It's just definitely something that I would be able to like, you know, like if I had like if I get the education for it, it's something that I could do, you know, if I if like the opportunity came up and like I wanted to start my own business. So like I don't really I haven't really thought about it, about it that much yet, but it's just something that I could think about. Now, when it comes to like playing football, like uh, when I ask this to a lot of uh, to a lot of players, they tell me like they play for the love of the game, they play for their, for their family, they play for an education. What do you play for? Man, I probably say that like I just love the game. Ever since I was like eight years old, I've been playing. You know, it's just somewhere like it's something to do. Like like when you have school or like something's happening at home or anything, like you just go play football and like, you forget about everything else. So like I say, I'm really passionate about it. I've been like that for a long time. I want to play for as long as I can. So it's always been like that. You say you want to play as long as you can. Would you ever consider a pro career? Oh, of course. Definitely. That's always the goal. No, man. That's all I got for you today. Great talk. Thank you You know, just so much for, for sitting down and talking with me today. And I just want to wish you nothing but the best going forward. And hopefully uh, your school gets a season this year. And I'll be looking out for you. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Have a good day. Again, I want to thank Elias for sitting down and talking with us today and just go ahead and wish him nothing but the best going forward in his senior year as well as the start of his college career. And remember, for more audio player interviews like these, you can find them on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Inside the Hashes interviews are there. You can also find us on our social media. On Instagram, we are at Inside the Hashes. On Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes. And on Facebook, we are Inside the Hashes, the football group. You can also find us on our website, www.insidethehashes.com, as well as exclusive content on our YouTube channel. Just type in Inside the Hashes on our search bar. For player interviews and for Inside the Hashes, my name is Juan Pablo Gordon Camargo. We'll see you next time.